Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Dublin City Council, they've opted not to acquire units for social housing at three new Dockland developments. Under the planning laws, the council is entitled to acquire 10% of residential units at a new development in the city centre for social housing. But despite its stated preferences for acquiring units on the site, the council has increasingly come to agreements with developers to acquire homes at alternative locations rather than paying escalating dockland prices. Legislation allows council to acquire uh, units on site or lease or acquire them off site. And with prices in the upper six figures for Docklands apartments, the council has looked for better value by buying somewhere else. So essentially what it's saying is, if you read between the lines of this, right, if you decide to buy a nice apartment in the Docklands area and you're paying 400000 for it, right, 400000 roughly 10% of that, so 10% of the cost of that has to be added to that to make up for what the builder is going to lose in the 10% of social housing. Now, which won't be 10% of the value of it, it'll be 10% of the cost of building it. So you're probably paying 30000 more than you actually should because you're providing social housing for somebody else. Hmm. Interesting, isn't it? So, this builder has opted, obviously, for not having the social housing in the development, but our Dublin City Council today have opted not have it in the the development because of the price of property, and they could get a lot more for it. They're saying, like, we'll build them somewhere else altogether, which is kind of was quite common back in 2003 and 4 to do that as well during the boom. They would build these beautiful housing estates, and because they had to do 20% social and affordable housing, it was 10% affordable, 10% social, what they would say is rather than put them in the housing estate, We'll build a little housing estate just around the corner up the road and we'll put them all in there, them being people in social housing, rather than reducing the value of the homes in the housing estate because people in the housing estate didn't want social housing in their housing estate. And a lot of people kind of frowned on that at the time and said, oh, you know what I mean? That's wrong now. Don't be such a snob. Um, In relation to this particular development, uh, the three developments are 6 Hanover Quay, Boland's Mill and 8 Hanover Quay. And the Cairn Home development of 6 Hanover Quay, for example, which comprises 120 apartments, a restaurant, a cafe, was sold last year by the developer, Carsford Capital, for more than £100 million. Wow. Now, most new estates being built around the country will have a certain amount of social housing. Some people think that it is the right thing to do because people need to be integrated instead of having ghettos, which is what Dublin City Council are suggesting at the moment with this one. However, others say that they would be extremely annoyed if they paid, you know, for a mortgage upwards of 300000 if you're living in Dublin, for example, and their neighbour was paying nothing, essentially. So, you know, uh, uh, basically a rent which is provided by the state if they're out of work or if they're on low income, it's a very low rent. And they think, that's unfair. Why am I paying that when somebody else next door is not? And they may be a different class of people. And here's where me and, me and Helena will come a cropper now because... If you're paying 400000 for a house in a nice housing estate, Helena, yeah. would you have an issue if the house next door went to social housing? Um, I would, and for very different reasons. Um, it would be nothing to do with class, in my opinion. Um, it would be because of the whole idea of me paying substantially more than somebody on social housing. So is that begrudgery? Um, I don't think it's begrudgery, because just here's a situation, okay? And it might sound like a sub-poor-me story. But let's take myself, for example, went, you know, went all the way through school, had a part-time job in school, decided to go to college to get a you know, better education, paid for that myself, part-time job all the, way, all the way through college, got a full-time job, and then still can't afford to get a house. So it's kind of like I did everything by the book, yet it didn't really work out anyway, still. Like, and here you are, 27 years of age. 
here I am at 27, year, 27 years of age still str- like struggling. Can't afford to buy a house yet. And it, it annoys me that I know certain people and this might come across. And they're younger than you. They're younger than me and they have a house and, you know. They're and, they're not paying, and they're not paying for it. And they're, well, they're paying for it, but they're not paying. No, they're not paying I, for it. Anywhere near I would pay for it. And so they're set up. They're not paying for it, Alina. I know the individuals you're talking about. They're not paying for it because they're not, wor- they're not working at the moment. No, so they're not. I suppose, yeah, you're right. Um, so I suppose that's a little bit, that's the angle I would become. I would be annoyed. Yes, maybe you can call it a grudgery, but I would be annoyed. Okay, is that snobbery or grudgery? Possibly, if you have to labour it, possibly begrudgery because I would feel like I did everything the way I'm supposed to, the way I'm told to. I'm told to get an education. I'm told to better myself, go to college. Yeah, you should job. You should be at an advantage because you've made the effort. But I, I'm not going to blame, well, I'm not going to put all the blame on those particular people. I blame a lot no, of I the am. system. I'm blaming, well, the system is there, but those people are taking advantage of a system and they're but, using a system. Yes, but what I mean... Instead by of getting blame, up off their holes and getting a job, but, some of them. Yes, but what I mean by blaming the system is I'm blaming the fact that there's so much help out there for people who don't kind of follow the book and, and get the job and go to college but, but there's, there's no, no help, help for, you. for the people who do do things the way they're told they're, everyone's told get an education go to college get a job so the point is that you've worked so hard for this that hopefully in the next couple of years in the near future you will manage to get somewhere we were really chatting about it before it works tonight yeah. okay so you're looking at a nice house nice housing estate you're busting your gut together you're sweating blood sweat and tears you're working every hour God will send you you and Rory right and you manage just about to afford this mortgage. And in moves next door, Chardon and the three kids. I mean, I'm being very stereotypical here, yeah, right? Yeah, I don't want to be stereotypical. No, I'm ju- but I'm just, no, I'm, I'm making it stereotypical yeah. on purpose, all right? So she moves in next door and you, know, and you know in your heart and soul, she's not paying very much for it. She's off to the Canaries of the, uh, during the summer. And... I would feel hard done by. That's how I would feel. I'd feel like I was let down. Because if, if they're capable of giving houses to people who can't afford, you know, if they're given the exact same house that I'm paying... Say, for example, the, the mortgage on the house is 360000 If I'm paying for that every single month and somebody beside me can is capable of getting the exact same house as me for less, substantially less, I would feel extremely hard done by. All right, look, we'll take, we'll take uh, one or two causes. Is it snobbery? Is it begrudgery? And do you think it's a good idea to have 10% social housing and housing estates or should they be built separately? Uh, by the way, lots of people are sending in the temperature and the weather in their area. Sunny all day long in Nina and Galway. Thanks. Limerick, now I have two different t- texts here. One says Limerick 11 degrees. The other says Limerick 8 degrees. You need to make up your mind, lads. It couldn't be, there couldn't be a three degree you know, difference between one side of Limerick to the other. Well, maybe there is. Uh, Neve, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Neve? Hi, Niamh. How are you? Neve, I mean, okay, Dublin City Council has opted not to acquire 10% in this social development, or this development, should I say, uh, in the Docklands. And instead, they're going to opt to build it somewhere else. You know, in yeah, other words. Probably because they get about 100 houses for one in the Docklands. Like, it's ridiculous money in there. Well, it is, yeah. I mean, I was looking at them. They're actually just across the road from us here. And mm. I, I was looking at them, but they're, they're still building them as we speak. Um, but one of the builders was telling me, like, they have penthouses there for a million quid. Mm. You know? Crazy money. So a single bedroom apartment is probably about 300,000. To be honest with you, um, why does anybody need a house worth a million euro? Do you know what I mean? Least of all, somebody that could never in their entire lifetime, like most of us, afford to buy a house. For a million euro, you can't be giving that to somebody. That that would just cause absolute murder. Can you imagine if they handed a house worth five hundred thousand? They're doing it already. Seven. They're doing it. Already. Already. I had a woman on there last year, and her son was going out with his girlfriend. They're both in good jobs. They wanted to buy a house down there in Coolock. Um, I'm not too sure the name. I can't remember the name of the estate. A lovely estate. There was nine houses, exclusive houses. There were four hundred and thirty thousand each. Uh, they couldn't afford it. They couldn't get the loan for it. They're both working. 
and okay. all nine houses were given um, the social welfare took up all nine houses and put families in them and they were so pissed off you see I see where I, I see exactly where Helena's coming from I, I, I see her point and I don't think it's begrudgery I think it's human nature I mean you, you, you like her you know you, you, you go to school you go to college you work you do what you're supposed to do what everyone has told you to do and yet you're still up against it because the bank says, no, I want 20%, please. And you're looking at 20% of 500,000. And, on, the, and, the, and then the government says, no, we can't help you because you're earning too much money. And this is the point. I think if, if the government just actually took their finger out of their backside and brought back a few things, like maybe Helena would, would be able to, to get some help if it was there, shared ownership. Half or this, this. Yeah. yeah, she might want it in fairness to her, but it, it could be there for her. I'm sure Helena would be delighted with that. If the government said, listen, you're buying a house for 350, we'll give you 175. And once you've paid over 20 years, the one, you know, the 175 you owe, you have an option then to buy the, the rest off us. Yeah, you know, or, or we'll you brought down this yeah. stupid, stupid deposit. Bring it down. Bring it down to something that people, that doesn't look like a phone number to most people. And money that they will never manage to save in their lives because most of well, us I mean, are private deposit, renting. But the deposit is quite a ten percent has always been the case. Uh, I think that's what it is at the moment, isn't it? Ten percent deposit. But the problem is that your average house price in Dublin is three fifty four hundred thousand. So three five grand. And your average rent price in in Dublin is about twelve to fifteen to sixteen hundred euro a month. The, well, what are you, hang, hang on a second. Where where are you getting something for twelve hundred a month, yeah, Dublin? You, see, yeah, you, you won't see, get a yeah. shed. I'm, I'm living in, I'm living in Wexford. I'm I'm completely yeah. absolutely <laughs> here. <laughs> you, you get it. You'd be lucky to get a single bedroom apartment for eighteen hundred. I won't tell you what I'm renting for because Selena would probably kill me. <laughs> what are you What are you renting for? Much? A th- a th- just over a thousand a month. Right, but as a three bedroom house. Yeah, see, but the, we're we're like we're what an hour and a bit outside Dublin, so you yeah, know. Well, that's I was talking. We were myself and Lena were talking about this earlier on, and and you know she was talking about her own situation, which she's very public about. But I would say maybe mm. the only option is to think further afield. But then that involves a cost factor of travelling in and out to work. You know. You see, yeah, it's it's not this it's not this brilliant thing that people talk about. You know, it's difficult. It brings you away from. I'm just not going to sound like a whinger now, but it does. It brings you away from your family, brings you away from your friends, it brings you away from everything that you grew up around. It took me a long time to get used to living outside Dublin and to sort of acclimatise myself to to being part of a much smaller community. And my family are all up in Dublin. I don't see them as much. It's it's not this sort of magical cure, but it is a cure. It does. It gave me a standard of living that I couldn't have afforded in Dublin. That's mm. the only good thing it did. I mean, it's the same way. I, I, I mean, I'm in Belfast, as you know, every week. And every weekend, and the price, the difference in the prices of houses up there and the houses down here is just astronomical. I mean, a three-bedroom house outside Belfast would cost you one hundred and ten thousand. Well, a three-bedroom house on my estate would cost you under two hundred thousand. Yeah, and I mean they're nice houses. And the funny thing is, it's coincidental you're talking about this because just across the road from me, I can see the house right now. Yeah, I noticed about. A month and a half ago, there was a lot of council vans outside. So they were obviously doing up the house for council tenants. Right, okay. Now, the people have moved in. There's not a peep out of them. They're, and I've met the woman. She's lovely, right? The so of the earth. Well, no, she's just, she just a really normal person. You'd never... I don't mean you'd never know. People, council tenants don't go around with a tag on their head. But Would you know? But but here's the thing. Then I, Now, Neve, let's be real here. Now, I'm not talking about... You know, and I understand why integration sometimes works because people feel that they should be as house proud as everybody else, right? 
But in saying that, anybody will tell you that when you go to a council estate, you can tell immediately. The one next to me, it's no. a kip. Yeah, the one next to me is a kip. kip. I'm sorry, it is. It and, is. And, it's and, right and, next and, to it. And it's the same. And I remember, you know, in my first house uh, that we bought, going back many, many years ago, um, at the back of us, there was a line of houses. Um, some of them were mortgages, some of them were council. The council had purchased them or bought them when they went up for sale, right? Uh, or they, part of the 10%, I don't know. You could tell which ones. I said to a friend of mine looking at the back window, I says, there's four houses along that whole row there that are council. Which ones do you think it is? And he went, that one, that one, that one. I think he got one wrong. And I went, how do you know? And he said, look at the state of them. The grass hasn't been cut. The walls need to be painted. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but so the reason yeah, I'm not, by the way, I'm not suggesting everybody in council housing is like that because they're not, right? I don't want to be fair. They're not. They're no, not. but there yeah, are, there is a cohort of people. They're getting something for nothing, and as your mother always said, when you get something for nothing, you don't have the same respect for it. Yeah, it's true. But uh, maybe they could bring in a thing that whereby you know, if they're putting houses into the nicer housing estates, you should have to maybe be able to prove that you're not worthy of these houses, but like, like a, I wouldn't have gotten this house if I didn't have references, right? There's no way. No landlady or landlord would have handed me this house if I couldn't provide references to show that I wasn't going to wreck the place, that I'd been good in my other houses, that I'd always paid my rent on time. So maybe things like this should come up. And it's like a system whereby if you, you, know, if you want to get out of a bad estate that you're in, well, then once you can show that you've been a good tenant, we'll move you. Okay, well, do me a favor. Stay there for a second. Let me just go to Sharon as well. Sharon, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Sharon? Hi, Niall. I'm good, thanks. Good. By the way, I know I did say to Helene earlier on, <laughs> Sharon moves in next door. <laughs> do apologise, Sharon. It wasn't you personally I was talking about. I did That's say, okay, no. I did say Sharon. Sharon. All right, but Sharon, you're in a situation where you can't afford a mortgage. And no. can't get on the housing list either because obviously you work. Yeah. Right, so you're I, kind of caught in the I've had a job since I was 16, like your part-time job when you're in school. And yeah. the whole, um, like the whole way up, I've never been out of work. Like that, went to college and got my job. The thing about it is, I actually live in Dublin 4. Right. Um, all my life. My mom's family are all from the area. I can't afford to rent, and I can't afford to, to get a mortgage. The only avenue I can go down, if I'm lucky, is an affordable house. And is there? There's I, no, but there's no affordable housing in D four, is there? No. Well, what they what they used to do in the area, like, and it's by local local groups that got together to fight for it, is the affordable housing would be, you would buy it off the council at an affordable rate. Right. Or the the council would build like have a plot of land and build affordable houses and sell them at an affordable rate. So what what part of D4 are you in, Sharon? I'm just curious now. What part of D4 are you in? I'm in Ringsend. Right, okay. Yeah, I know. And Ringsend wouldn't... I, I mean, if you're up in Aylesbury or Shrewsbury Road, you may forget about it altogether. But was it, in Ringsend, well, you might have some chance. Or Iris Town. Yeah, well, right, very, right there. yeah very, 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 very little chance because what's happening now is... And I blame the government for this. In an area like this, like Ringsland is a big community, so is Irish Town, Sandy Mount also. Um, but they're not. I don't know. By the way, I don't know why I thought that was Dublin too. Ringsend, no, Dublin Four. Is Dublin Two from the bridge? And what's Irish Town? Is that Dublin Two or Dublin Four? That's Dublin Four. Okay, all yeah. right, okay. Um, but the problem is the government are not capping the price of housing in areas, so they're they're actually they're selling 
they're selling the people that actually live in them areas and have brought up like being brought up in those areas out. There's no there's no way for me to be able to stay in this area where I've lived and grown up and worked in the area all my life. But well, I and I, I know this day. sounds a bit harsh, Sharon, for me to say this to you, but yeah. unfortunately that's a fact of life. That as oh, city as as cities grow the inner yeah. city becomes more expensive. It's the same thing happened in London, New York, everywhere. Same thing happens yeah. everywhere. So as a city grows and expands, the closer you are to a city becomes more expensive and more valuable. So that's just a fact. And it just might be a fact of life that you will never be able to afford to live in Ringsend or Irish Town or anywhere close to where your family are. Yeah, it is. But the, the problem is there's no, as Selena said, there's no, there's nothing for that middle level of people that are, like, are working can't go on a council list because they're earning too much and can't afford a mortgage because they're earning too little on the bank won't give it. Yeah, see, I, I do. So I feel sorry for the situation for you're in. And Helena's in the same situation as you. I, yeah. I feel really sorry for the situations that both of you are in. You know, you've done everything by the book. But how would you feel if you, you know, if you worked your butt off and managed to just about afford something and then somebody else moved in next door for you for free? Would you, would you be pissed off? Um, to be honest, I wouldn't. Because where I live at the moment, there is there is people that are on on council council housing, yeah, yeah, and I don't have an issue. Everybody's okay. entitled to a house, whatever way they can afford it. If I could afford, like if I could go on the council council list and get a house to stay in my area, I'd love to do it. I would do. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Yeah, because it means that I get to stay in my area. Yeah, you'd you'd swallow the pride. You wouldn't care. <laughs> would you go? Would you go? Like, would you go the house? It doesn't mean that I'm not. I've worked all my life. I still have a job. Still, I'm still like contributing to society. I'm not bumming off society. Yeah, well, I, 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 you were 100 percent right. I, I, and I've said this to Nina before. They used to have the shared ownership scheme. They got rid of it in yeah. 2005. It was a great idea for people like you and Helena, you know. And I don't know why they got rid of it. Where the government would take ownership of half the house. You purchase the other half, and then in 20 years' time, when you're finished paying for it, they turn around to you and say, well, look, do you want to buy the other half back at market value? You know what I mean? But they used to also, in the council, have a council mortgage. They would give you the mortgage. You didn't need the same stipulations as what you needed in the bank. Mm -hmm. Get the mortgage. Yeah. But, like, when you think about it, anybody, anybody would love to own their own home, would love to be able to buy their own home. I don't know why the government actually can't be the bank. Uh, you know, in situations like a, a crisis that we have at the moment and a problem that we have, yeah. obviously, in housing, why the government can't give people uh, interest-free mortgages? Because the, the government don't need to make a profit on the mortgage, they just need to get the money back. Um, so why, why they can't give interest-free mortgages to people? Because you, it would make such a difference to the mortgage prices. Of course. Like, people that are working, they don't want to be paying that money to rent. They want to own their home. They want the security of owning their own home. Mm-hmm. Like that's what you're working for to have your home to retire you know, in. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's not even like to make money on. It's so that you can live in your own area, and you've you've actually worked out your life, and you have something to show for it. Neve has, spa- Neve has a spare room in Wexford if you want to go down there. <laughs> no, you're all right. I'd rather stay in <laughs> But see, I mean, but, I mean, no, it's not that bad. But I mean, it's like great. <laughs> See? I wouldn't do the commute. <laughs> like, I, like I, I, my friends that live down in Wexford and work up in Dublin, and That's I used to stay down with them, and I just, I couldn't. I couldn't give three hours or four hours a day being stuck in traffic, going and coming from work. It's not a life. It's mm. not a life to have. I know people have to do it. 
but it's just something but I see the problem say. was Neve, as Neve rightly said, she wanted a reasonable lifestyle, and she was never going to get that in Dublin. You see, I was in a similar situation because where where I was brought up, I was brought up in Stillorgan. Now, yeah. try getting a house there, like you know what I mean. Yeah. You'd need you'd you'd need a lot of win now. When my parents bought their house, they bought it for a thousand thousand pounds mm-hmm. back. Well, my, years my, ago. my mom and dad you know? have owned their own house from like. My mum and dad bought the house for £100, believe it or not. £100, yeah. isn't that crazy? £100. Yeah. And we've all, my mum and dad have always owned their own home. But, like, my brother moved down to Port Arlington to be able to afford his house. Mm. And, and the time he has a family and he's, he's, he's okay down there. Mm. That um, wouldn't be for you. And his, his, wife's, his wife's actually from Kildare, so it's not too bad for them. Right, but... but my life is up here... What, there's no like. There's no point to me moving down. But my life's up here. I spend more of my time up here. And, and, and genuinely, Sharon, you know, I wish you well and hope you get what you want. I really do. But I know there's listeners listening to you now, going, "Sorry, Sharon, that's the way the cookie crumbles. You're going oh, to have to take is, what you yeah. can afford." I make choices, and my choices to still stay up here. But you know, unfortunately, it goes to the same thing. A, a lot of people in the same situation that I'm in, there's nowhere for them to be able. There's no other other way of them getting a house other to go on social. Yeah, I'm looking at the... You, if you, they can. Have you tried that um, Rebuilding Ireland home loan? No. Yeah, you should go onto the website there. It's uh, Rebuilding Ireland Home... Uh, Rebuilding Ireland Home Loan IE. It's a government initiative. Actually, Helena just pointed it out to me. I forgot all about it. Uh, and basically, the interest rate options are zero. So there's... Well, there's low interest rates. Sorry, hold on, we'll have a look here. Actually, no, there is interest rates. Yeah, it's 2% fixed uh, for up to 25 years and 2.2% APR. So there is actually a low interest rate, but that's not kind of what I was talking about. Uh, I was looking for zero interest. But it is part of a government initiative to help young people to get homes. Now, it might not be for you. Yeah. Okay, sorry, Helena's going to tell me something there. The problem with this this particular um, loan scheme from the government is that you have to be refused from a bank uh, twice for a mortgage to be able to apply for this. Um, and some people have said, now I don't know how true this is, but some people have said that they don't necessarily get refused when they when they go for approval, mortgage approval. They might get approved for a smaller mortgage, which doesn't yeah. necessarily get them the house. So but I don't know whether cap, that is... It's still a cap 22, Yeah, really. I don't know whether that's seen as a refusal. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if that's a blanket yeah. refusal or not. So I don't know how that works. Right, okay. Okay, well, but stay, but stay there just for a second. Let me get back to the original topic again, uh, which is the reason why we're talking about it. Dublin City Council has opted not to acquire units for social housing, which is the problem as well that you would find, Sharon, if you were on the housing list trying to get a house in Ring's End, that Dublin City Council are not opting to acquire these units in the centre of the city because they cost too much and they can sell them for a lot more private developers. And they could use the money they get from the private developers to build a lot more houses outside the centre of the city, if you know what I mean. But let me but go the to... the problem is now, they're not putting the money back into building the houses. Or even to do up the houses. And some council houses that are vacant, they're not... See, well, the, the idea is, the 10% idea is that, say, for example, this particular development company, Carsford Capital, who spent $100 million on these developments, right, they would have to give 10% uh, of the build costs back to the state for the state to then build 10% social housing. Now, they can build yeah. that anywhere they want. They don't have to build it on site. You know, that's the option. So they could end up building that in Kulak or, you know, or somewhere else. Well, you see, that, that already happened now with a development that that went on in, in the Dublin 4 area. They actually gave the, the social housing out in Rialto. Right, okay. 
So that did, and it only happened a couple well, of see, months And ago. that's what's going to keep happening because when you look at the city centre, particularly say what I can see across the road from us here, these this particular development we're talking about, uh, you might be familiar with it. It's at the new bridge. So what do they call that? The Jonathan Swift Bridge or something? What's it called? It's Jonathan, not Jonathan Swift. No, no. What's his name? What's the name of the bridge beside us here, Lena? Samuel Beckett, that's the one, right? Jonathan Swift. <laughs> but uh, they're right beside there at the conference centre. The two, there's two or three new apartment blocks there. That's the yeah. ones we're talking about. I mean, you're not going to get the council purchasing those because it wouldn't be worth their while because the council, when I say purchase them, taking them because they know if they leave them with the builder, the builder can get a lot more and the 10% of that is an awful lot more than they'd actually get putting people into them, if you know well, what I mean. Well, you see, they're selling out on the agreement that they had made. With, there's like... Each, like each area have local housing that they go to the council and fight for and you know and try and push it back into keeping people in the area and but you might be all right know. with that Sharon but there's a lot of people say professionals who might buy apartments in that block now as I said to you they range between 300,000 probably for one bed up to about a million quid probably for a penthouse so you're going to have professional couples maybe whatever people working who are going in there they might not be happy with having somebody next door to them who's not paying because a level would be great. No, and I, can, I, and I can understand that. I can understand that. Um, but the, everybody, like, the, the majority, 70, 80% of people that are on council, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know they were in a council house. Then why is it every time anybody will tell us when you drive to a council area, you can tell? I don't know, maybe it's... No, like, I'm not saying, I'm, and again, I want to reiterate, not everybody in council say so. You know. Okay, yeah. wait, we'll stay there a second because let me just bring Steve in. Steve, you're on Classic Kids. Hey, then, Steve. God, it's been so long, Noel. I feel like I'm losing my radio virginity all <laughs> over again. So take it easy, baby. It's been a while, Steve. I won't ask you how you are because I don't care. There's zero point in asking. Listen, there's one thing that you are all ignoring here tonight, and that's private landlords. If you look at private estates as it is, a big proportion of these houses are already rented out to these so-called scumbags who are already on the HAP scheme. So these people are integrated not into everybody, your... Not everybody in the HAP scheme is a scumbag. No, no but, uh, you know, I'm just going on the vernacular that you guys choo- choose to use about these people. Who? So these people, you and the rest I just, of the I, I'm, I've just told you not everybody on the HAP scheme is a scumbag. Not everybody, but I'm talking about you don't want them in because they're going to lower the tone of the area. Is that well, it? That, but that's the way a lot of people feel, yeah. Okay, okay. So these people are already integrated. They're, they're like wolves. They're already in there. What is the issue? It's just pure begrudgery on your behalf and the other caller, the first lady caller that was on the scene. You know, Neve. Neve, yes. It's just begrudgery. That's all it is. You give me a valid reason, an actual, give me a valid reason why these people shouldn't be afforded 10% uh, social houses in these housing states. Well, give me a reason. Okay, but the, re- the reason is quite simple, and Helena even said it herself, and I don't believe Helena is a snob of any type. She said that, you know, she's done everything right, by the book, gone to college, got a job, worked her ass off, saving with her boyfriend, she's taken her years, she's still not in that position yet, and meanwhile she's seen people she knows who are a lot younger than her, who are not working, who've got nice houses and housing estates that she'd love to buy a house in. Tough shit. What does she want? Yeah, the pat not, on the back? But that's she want the pat on the back? But that's not right. That's not so right. What? Okay, so so we get it that it's not right. So boo-hoo, grow up and get over it and accept the fact that we need to pit, put these people somewhere. And if we're just going to build, like, if we're going to ghettoize areas and build 
you know, like Ballymun all over again, you're just going to end up with trouble. Let's put them into nice, fancy housing estates because then maybe they'll hang around with the kid next door who's a little bit better educated and has better parents, and that kid will grow up better because their peers around them are better people. Does that not make sense? Well, that, well that's the idea of integration, but the problem with integration is is that people believe... Well, if you want to call it begrudgery, call it begrudgery. Call it snobbery as well, if you want to. There's sometimes, well, something, you know, snob, there's a lot to be said for snobbery. It's called having standards. And, you know, pe- <laughs> pe- well, people pay 400,000 euro for a nice house and a sta- housing estate. They work hard for it. And they're saying to themselves, well, hold on, why am I paying this when she's moved in next door for nothing? Niall Boylan, you can't buy class. You can't buy class. You either have it or you don't. You know, you can spend the rest of your life trying to buy something that you'll never be able to obtain, where you're not going to be able to buy class. What you are doing is you're coming on air and you're basically saying that these people shouldn't be afforded an opportunity to mingle with your type. No, 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 no I'm not saying that. That's basically that's, no, 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 that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying what you need to have is an incentive in life in general standard, for people no. to work. I mean, look at Sharon. She's working hard. She's trying to best. She deserves what she gets. Everything she gets. These people should have standards. But hold on. But what I'm saying to you is if somebody doesn't make an effort in life, they don't deserve to have what Sharon has. Okay, no. They okay, deserve to have something, but not what Sharon has and not what Delina has. Let me ask you this. Let's say a family move in down the road. Uh, a housing estate goes up across from you. Um, no, let's say you move into a new housing estate and 10% of it is given to the council. And let's say there's a family there who the mother is very good. She gets her kids to do their homework and, you know, she's just a good parent and yeah, she has yeah. good kids. Do you mind them then? No, I wouldn't even know. Exactly, you wouldn't even know. But these people are already among you. And you don't you're, know. you're making them sound like aliens. I'm not suggesting that for a minute. You're missing the point I'm trying to make. No, you're I, saying I'm just saying we need a fair. We need. A, I'm not suggesting people are not entitled to housing and people are not entitled to somewhere to live. Of course no, they are. Everybody saying, is well, all no, right no, within no, reason. But I, I. But I don't think you have a right to anything, mind you. But in saying that, I do believe that if you work hard and try hard, you should. There should be some reward for that, and the reward for that is that maybe you live in slightly better comfort. And the crux of it is, basically, what you're saying is. You know, these people don't deserve to live around the people. No, I'm not people saying that like at all. You're, you're wording what I'm like saying you. differently and just trying to make it sound different. No, no. Okay, no, Sharon, no, do you, do you get the point no. I'm making? I do get the point you're making to a point, Niall, but what I tend to think of when Steve is talking there, you know, there is, the people that are on social housing, majority of them are like me and out working, but the only way they could get a house to stay in the area where their family or where their life is or where they work is to go on a housing list if they can. But a lot of them are out working. Like my own family, I have, I have family that are on social housing and they're out working and they have their kids and their kids are going to school and they're going to college and they're getting their jobs. But the only way they could get a house because they couldn't get a mortgage was to go on a social housing list. So, like, what, what, I, what I'm trying to understand with what you're saying as well, Mile, is there's different classes of social, social housing, people mm-hmm. in social housing. Yeah, there is, a, there is people that have never worked a day in their life and they're on a social housing list. Mm-hmm. They're still entitled to a home. Absolutely. But do, do, do you not understand the point I'm making? That if you work hard, we, li- we, we should live in a society that's fair. And if you make an effort and you work hard and you do well and you're trying hard and you're contributing in taxes, et cetera, et cetera, 
that you should be rewarded somewhat for that, for that achievement. In other words, there's a goal at the end of it that you have something nice. Now, I'm, not, say, I'm not saying that somebody who's not working shouldn't have somewhere to live. They absolutely should. But what I'm saying is that you doing better or having something better than them, I don't think that's unfair if you've worked hard for it. Niall, do you think that Helena and yourself are working for charity there, that you're not already being rewarded with the paycheck you receive at the end of the week? But what do you mean? What do you mean about that? Yeah, of course we. we so you're getting a reward. So what else? Well, it's want? not a reward; it's a wage. But you go on. You're being rewarded for your work. Okay, you're being so given your wage. Okay, so, so what other reward would you like? But hold on a second. So I buy a house with my reward or wage, as I yeah. call it, right? I okay. buy a house. Should somebody then who's not working be able to buy the same type of house? Who cares? Snobs like you. Well, okay, I okay, I care. Okay, and because I don't, I don't believe if you're not going to make an effort in society, you're entitled to those same rights. So can you? But I'm, not, but I'm not saying you're entitled to nothing. Employ. I'm not saying you're entitled to nothing. You should be said provided for. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I'm, I'm no, nobody suggesting people no. should live on the streets or anything like Look, that. Dude, I get that. I get your. Well, saying, that, but you if, know, but if you're not agreeing with me, home. but hang on, Steve, you're making not making any sense. If you're not agreeing with me, then I might as well say there's no point in me working. Okay, you're, you want to live in some sort of socialist society? That's fine. Move oh, to China. Come off, it. come off it. That's not what I said. That's what Venezuela's having yeah. great crack don't, over don't, there at the moment. Don't straw man me on this. That's not what I said. Well, you, but Wait, that's what you're what, you're what, talking what you about a socialist saying? society. No, 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 no. Listen to me. I'm just arguing the point with you that you don't want these people living among you. you know? No, I, I'm not. I'm not looking at it from the same point of view that you're looking at it. Noel, you just said I, don't I, want I told them you a few minutes ago. If there's a nice lady living next door with her kids and they do their homework and they're all happy, I don't care. But Noel, what I'm this, what I'm saying to you is, it's not the people that live there. I'm saying the system. Not, you can't have a system that doesn't reward people for working hard. Did you or did you not just turn around and say to me that? Well, I yes, am a bit of a snob. Deserve, I don't mind admitting that. Okay. They do deserve houses. <laughs> did you not say that they do deserve houses? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So they just, do just not houses. in the same housing estate well, that somebody's worked hard for. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. that, so okay, what? I'm okay. That's okay. I'm agreeing with that. Yeah. But Matt, can I just say something, Matt? Yeah. Okay. Where where a lot of these um, houses and apartments like are going up? Are put right in the middle of communities that have had a lot of social housing in them already. Yeah. Like communities, like small communities, like Ringsend, Irish Town. Street, north side, south side. There's like the areas that they're building up have probably been seventy percent of social housing for the last fifty years. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, well, that well, no, and you're right. You you can't complain about it. Think about it. They're building these apartments and these houses in the middle of communities that are in social housing already. Good woman, Sharon. Good woman. They shouldn't have a problem. Oh, no, no, I wouldn't. No, hold on a second. You're, you're absolutely right. If you move into an area like Ringsend, Ratgar, Ratmines, any of these type of areas that have already had a huge amount of social housing over the years, Irish Town, uh, Sean McDermott Street, Sheriff Street, all the city centre. Yeah, all the old areas. And you start moaning about people in social housing. You have no right to moan because those places already existed before you moved there. But I'm talking about people who are buying houses. Say they buy a house in a nice leafy suburb uh, of Dublin, which is only a new area, new development. That's what I'm talking about. So you move out there, you pay 400000 for your house, and then all of a sudden you notice there's three or four empty houses and the dregs of society move in. I'm not saying that everybody in social housing is the dregs of society, but let's just say these individuals happen to be the dregs of society. Why are you expecting not, the worst? Why am I expecting the worst? Because unfortunately, statistically, 
you know, there is, I mean, we can't deny the facts. There is more no, crime, more antisocial yeah. behaviour in areas where there's more social housing. Statistics prove that if you put them all together, Niall, if you put them all in the one area, like a ghetto, then you have huge amounts of crime. But, I mean, if you look around you now, I don't know where you live, but I'm pretty sure if you live in a housing estate, that one or two of them houses are probably rented. And if they are rented, if, I'm just saying if, Niall, yeah. there's probably families in there who are uh, getting the haps. Possibly, yeah. And these, these are families who are on social welfare. That could be the... The dregs of the earth, or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. You well, know, I, I, well, I can tell you. I can tell you now where I have my house now. Don't get me wrong; it's a lovely house and everything else. Yeah, where I have my house now. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, such a yeah, dickhead. Yeah. You really are. I, if I was buying a house again, and it was twenty years ago, I wouldn't buy a house there now. Okay. Uh, and I'm not saying it's such a bad area, but I'm just saying I wouldn't buy a house there now because I want to live somewhere nice. <laughs> Because is there too many? But that's nice, Niall. Who's living beside it? But but hold on, Sharon. I know he's about thinking. Boiling's a snob, right? Absolutely. Okay, that's fine. And okay, if you want to think, I have standards, right? But in the, <laughs> but in saying that, I am not saying that people shouldn't have somewhere to live. Everybody should have somewhere to live. Just I'm not, not beside you. <laughs> oh, that's not what I'm saying. That's what no, you're what saying. I'm saying. No, what I'm saying is, I don't agree with socialism. I believe that when you work hard and you have money and you can afford a mortgage, just like Sharon, I hope in the future you will. Sharon, I hope you. I really do hope you get what you want because you deserve it because you're working hard for it, right? I do believe that you are entitled to something a little bit better because you're working for it. Now, if that person who's not working decides to better themselves, absolutely, they can then enjoy the more comforts of life. But that's the way life works. And if you don't want life to work like that, we all might as well just move to China tomorrow. Well, Niall, hold on, hold on. Did, did life work like that for you? Did you go out and work harder than by I yourself? Did. I did, I did. I did. Okay, so what are you bleeding moaning about? And I could, the first house I bought wasn't exactly what I wanted. You know, it wasn't as nice as I wanted, but that's all I could afford. You got the nice house, so what are you complaining about? What? Okay, well, let me go Let me go to Katie. Katie, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Katie? Oh, hold on, Katie. I'll just turn you on here. Well, that's obviously in the biblical sense of the word. Sorry, Katie. Sorry. Welcome to Niall the Snob Show. Yeah, do you know what, Niall? I don't always agree with Steve, but in just a little percent of what he's saying where you're concerned is you are a bit of a snob. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> now, and I'll tell you, I don't like labels. And Steve, as much as I... Well, Steve is a scumbag, like, in fairness. <laughs> no, I, I've agreed with some points he's made, but I do feel he's been very condescending. And Helena is very passionate about trying to get a house and a home, as is Sharon. And I, I think they, you know, it, it's a very emotional issue. It really is. I remember when I got my first house, I grew up in Dublin Forest, believe it or not. People actually, from a working class environment, did rent houses. In Dublin 4 and my mum and dad the house was we oh, What part of Dublin 4 were you in? I was let's just say I was about two minutes walk from the Aviva uh, going towards right. the Shelburne Hotel so okay. I wasn't I was in a really really prominently Dublin D4 you know posh yeah. money um, and I didn't know any different we had a terraced house my mum and dad rented it for 40 years four of the seven of us were born in it I didn't know or care whether the person next to me was renting, uh, owned it. You know, I, it didn't matter. I didn't care about it. And I still don't care about it. And my first house we bought in Clondalkin was 30 grand. I'm going back to 1992. And we lived there, lived there, lived there for a long while. Got married and had a couple of kids. And then I wanted to move 
on because our family was getting bigger and wants a bigger house. And we're out in Kildare now. And I must have just sell the house for by the way in Kildare. I'm really I can't nice. remember. I know it. it when did when did you sell it? Boom time. It was, in, it was still in the late nineties. I say we sold it. Okay, so you probably got about two hundred and sixty thousand for it. Yeah, and it basically it gave us enough to buy a house. Um, well so done. Yeah, well, well that's well, that's how you do it, off. isn't it? That's how you but do it. But it is. But what I don't want poor I, I, I don't want Sharon to do is to just think that the only place that she will ever be happy and ever settle is around where Rings our end. dad and yeah. family are. Because honest to God, Sharon. But that's that's what I'm saying to Sharon. You know, unfortunately, if she sets her sight on Ring's End, she could be very no, very greatly her, disappointed. Do you know what she should do? And I'll tell you how how I ended up out here. I, my husband was watching his favorite team, Chelsea, one afternoon, and I got into the car. And I came out onto what used to be Newlands Cross, and I just pointed the car towards Kildare, Port Leash, whatever it was, and I said, "I'll go to the first place that looks like it might have houses." <laughs> <laughs> I was very naive, and the first place I drove to, I had I could either turn left or turn right, and I turned left, and I went in, and there was a show house on show, and I fell in love with it, and we've been here eighteen years. England, and uh, yeah. No, this is out until there. And I oh, Kildare, never, sorry. Yeah. I would never move back to Dublin. And all my family live in Dublin. Some on the north side. Yeah, it's, not, it's not too side. much of a commute when you have a car. No, if you have a car under your arse, Sharon, and that's where I'd be looking for you if you're not driving already, take sorry, that trip. Sorry, your name there? What's your name? Katie. Katie. Katie, can I just point out something? The very first thing that you said when you came on was that I was being condescending. You, um, you did. You, you made a okay. smart comment there about okay. Helena is getting a wage and... No, so a reward, I think okay, was the no, word. No, 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 let me, let, let me just explain con- something. Let me just no, explain. No, but listen, okay. before you explain, uh, to, to, no, Helena no, is no, very, me, no, hold on. It's I, very I, upsetting because she's been trying I'm, so hard for so long, who, who? and I think you're very disingenuous to just dismiss. That's not disingenuous. The That's no, how it came across. Listen to me. To be to be condescending is to show an attitude of patronising um, superiority yeah, and you did. towards somebody. And is that not exactly what Niall Boylan has done tonight? Oh, no, I was doing exactly, that. Niall has got finish, the finish, down to a fine Is that art. not exactly what Helena done herself on the show tonight to say, I have a job, I work hard, no, I'm she didn't. better, I deserve And I won't better. allow you to slam Helena, she didn't. I'm not slamming she was telling her, I'm not slamming her, I'm just saying you are. No, I'm not. You are, did she or did and, she not say... Hang on, Steve. Why don't you talk to me rather than talk about me? (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead. Go on. What were you saying about me? Poor me. I work hard. Did you or did you not come on and say, I work hard. You know, I have a job. I deserve better. I never actually said I deserve better. What I said, Steve, if you take the wax out of yours and have a little listen was, I said that I did everything by the book. I educated myself. I finished school. I did. I had a part time job. Hang on a second. Can you listen? Are you capable? I educated myself. I educated myself. I went to school. I worked a part-time job. I went on and educated myself further in college while also doing a part-time job and an internship. I then got a full-time job. I'm saying I did everything by the book and the system is not helping me. That's what I'm saying. And the system helps people who don't bother to do any of those things. Exactly. That's what I said, Steve. Okay. So, no, let me ask you a, a question, Lena. Do you think you deserve to be helped by our yes. system? Okay. Well, uh, do you think you deserve to be helped over these other people? No, I never said that. I said I deserve to be helped if they are also being helped for not, for not doing a tap no, of work. No, that's not what I asked you. That's not what I asked you. I'm asking you, 
do you think you deserve to be walked over these people? Do you think I just you answered you? I just answered you by saying no. I don't think I deserve anything more. I'm saying I deserve. Yeah, but you kind of did say same. that. Now, now, in fairness, I'm not going to agree with Steve here. But you did say to me that if you had busted your ass, blood, sweat, and tears, and bought a house for three hundred and fifty thousand, and the one we were looking at earlier on, which was a lovely home, yeah. right, four hundred thousand actually. I said I, I would feel hard done by. You'd feel if hard done by. Next, 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 next no, 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 yeah. didn't have any. Didn't work. I'm not going to let the two of you. Hardball, Helena. You're not going to do it. No, no I'm not. I'm not high, my hardball, hardball to lean on me like. You are. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of it all. That sounded wrong. I think, though, at this moment in time, Katie, I think at this moment in time, it's between myself and Helena. Just bear with me for two seconds. Helena, I wasn't. I'm not getting at you. What I'm saying you to you is, no, I'm not. What I'm saying to Helena is, I know in my heart and soul, if I go out and do a hard day's walk, I feel like I deserve it. I feel like, you know, I'm the man. I've done a hard day's walk and, you know, I've earned my money, so I deserve that. So surely to God, there should be a feeling of that along with what you're doing. I work every day. I have a job. I'm saving up my money. I'm living wherever you're living and, you know, put money aside. So fantastic. You're doing all of that. Do you think, and please answer this honestly, because I think you're, I think you're lying when you say this. Do you think... You deserve to be treated equally or better than the scanger down the road on the welfare. I've already what? answered this twice by scanger saying. Down the road I've already on answered this twice by I saying I deserve it. to be treated equally. If they exactly. are getting things, if they are getting things easier than me in terms of they don't need to go out and work, they don't need to educate themselves, but they can get a house beside me after when I have a mortgage for over three hundred thousand. I'm saying it's very hard to not, as a human being feel hard done by when you've done everything that you're told to do you've educated yourself you've done everything that people say that's what you need to do to get on in life when you've done all of that but still can't afford the home or buy maybe get the home and the person beside you didn't have to jump through the hoops you did that's what I'm saying I want to be treated equally Sharon I'm assuming you would agree with that um, no, to be honest no I don't agree with that I understand why Elena's coming up with that situation but from living in Ringsend all my life and for being a big social um, area, social housing area, I don't have a problem with that. My, a lot of my family live in social housing. So I but, 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 yeah, but, but, yeah, but your, but your, but your opening argument was here you are doing everything you can, you're working and you can't but afford, I, 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 hang on, I I wait, but, you, but you said you can't afford to get a house and you also are not allowed on the housing list because you earn too much money. So you're not being treated fairly. Helena is agreeing with you. She's basically yeah, I, I saying you should be treated equally. But what I'm saying is I wouldn't begrudge anybody at home, whether they're on social housing, whether they're on affordable housing, or whether they bought their own house. I wouldn't begrudge anybody a house beside me. I think she's not, you know, I, I think really what Helena is saying, it's not so much begrudgery, it's, I suppose she feels I think it's human nature. By. I think you, like any human being in that situation is going to feel, uh, you know, you don't want to be a begrudger. You don't want to it be feels- begrudging somebody at home. But what I'm saying to you is that anybody is going to have those feelings if they've saved and, and done everything they're supposed to do and then the person next to them waltzes in and gets the exact same house as you and hasn't worked as hard. And it might say, it does, and I, I open, I put my hands up, it sounds like begrudgery, but I think it's human nature to feel that way. Well, somebody agrees with your text here. They say, well done, Alina. I'm in exactly the same boat. And it physically hurts when someone who doesn't do a tap gets a leg up while I'm killing myself working two jobs after putting myself through college and don't have a pot to piss in. We deserve as much help, if not more than others, for, do, for uh, others who are doing nothing and having it all. 
But Helena, can you understand no, why? I, why can you, Helena, can you understand why I'm, you know, sitting here thinking Helena is saying the exact same thing as Boylan? Can you understand no, why I'm? Uh, why so she's, no, she's not actually saying the no, same thing. She wouldn't be as much of a snap as I am. Yeah, go ahead, Katie. All, all I want to say, is, Helena, is you're it's slightly putting your cart before the horse in that you're talking about these people who get the social housing. I want you to spin that on its head and take it from a different point of view. And I want you to look at houses that may not be in the desired area you want, but if you're driving, maybe a little bit further. And not worry about what the begrudgers or the, the, the fact that they're saying or the people who get a house. But, but is the, yeah, but Katie, we just, well, okay, but very quickly. Finish, please. Okay, come on, I'm, go on. I'm 18 years where I am and it was a private estate and there's now further development and we've got a, a couple of social houses and we have a couple of houses that are rented that were bought initially with lovely families in and now they're being privately rented and uh, Steve mentioned scumbags I mean we've had the scumbags from scumbags so you can't you can be in the, the best housing estate ever the most private housing estate and one guy can decide that he doesn't want to live there anymore and he's renting it out and he doesn't care who's in there as long as he's getting his mortgage paid every month so, Helena, ask the big grudges, carry on doing what you're doing, and don't mind the snob, Niall, and the snob. <laughs> but, yeah, but can, I, can I just add one thing to that? Is it, is it fair that Helena sees people that she knows who are not working, doing nothing, getting a house where she would like to live, but she can't afford? Is that fair? Is it, is it fair that they get it? Absolutely not, because I wish they were put through the hoop that people like Helena are put through to get the bloody mortgage. I wish that the county councils in the areas that they have would get off their asses and actually start to investigate the people that they're renting these houses to. Because believe me, we have it here in Kildare, there are arseholes everywhere, inside and outside, and the county councils are full of them. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.